You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up, War Report family? We are talking Auburn's first day of spring practice. Be Will and I were live to see it. So we're going to take a look and talk about what we saw in Hugh Freeze's first spring practice at Auburn. Let's drop it on. You are you now, now listening, listening to, to the War Report. Good morning, War Report family. It's your boy, Mike G. I'm here with my guy, B. Will. We are talking Auburn's first spring practice under Hugh Freeze. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a chance to go out in the media, media viewing period uh, and to see what these guys were working with. B, what did we see? Like, let's just flat out. What did we see? What did we see during the, the little 20 minutes that they gave us to watch practice? We saw drills. We saw um, really hella, about hella drills. Just two, every <laughs> position group was doing two, three sets of drills. Uh, the wide receivers, fortunately, we got to see wide receivers working with quarterbacks as well as tight ends. And then we got to see uh, the second part of that, the media, the media viewing session. We got to see running backs taking handoffs uh, from the quarterback. So we, the running back drill was much to do about nothing. Re- literally practicing the mesh point and running or keeping it was it was almost nothing. You're right. However, um, the the passing, even though there was nothing sexy about the routes they were running, it was about the wide receivers getting coached up by Marcus Davis, who was like right in front of us on that sideline, telling them, "Hey, hey, push harder upfield." You know what I'm saying? Just coaching stuff. Like I was like, "Yeah, this is that was cool to see Marcus Davis interact with the wide receivers, telling them how to run those routes that they were practicing." taking those um, those passes from the quarterbacks. And so we did get to see four quarterbacks. That's T.J. Finley. That's Holden Gearner, Robbie Ashford. Sawyer Pate. Yeah. All throw passes to the wide receivers and uh-huh. the tight ends um, as they were coming out of breaks and, and going for the, the corner of the end zone. So we got to see that, and it was – it's not incredibly enlightening, but man, it was good to be outside watching football players play football. Yeah. It, was, it was good. It was good to be out there. Well, there were some things I noted about certain players. Nick Martiner is big and tall. And yeah, man. in Hugh Freeze's post-practice press conference, he talked about, someone asked the question about bigger receivers. And right. he talked about catch radius and you know, why it's important in this league to be able to have a good catch radius uh, and be able to go up and make plays. And as we were watching the quarterbacks throw to the wide receivers, I wondered, man, how they might have plans for Nick Martin because, I mean, he's the tallest guy out there. And, you know, we saw him catch some impressive passes during the viewing period. Uh, But, you know, what are your thoughts on Nick Martin in this wide receiver room? I mean, like, we've talked about him, but I feel like a lot of fans are just kind of looking past Nick is a chance the newcomer gets in here and, you know, lights it up. Yeah, um, there absolutely is. And if if nothing else, he has a rapport with Marcus Davis, who was the wide receiver coach. Now, we, what we don't know is who's determining who gets into the game. Right. All right. So last last administration, let's say, there was some doubt and confusion as to whether, all right, uh, do we have, we question constantly in 2021, why isn't Elijah Canyon on the field? He's a pass catcher. He's he's the best pass catcher we have on the team at that point. And there may have been some confusion about to whether 
who determines whether or not the pass catchers get on the field? Is it the right. wide receiver coach or is it the head coach? This year, we don't know how that works. And it, it might not be anything controversial. It might just be like, hey, the head coach says, here's what you got to do to get on the field. And if you don't do it, you're not getting on, no matter how good you are. So we will have to see how it works out. But I mean, just from what we saw in the viewing, Martner is a very long wide receiver, man. And he's catching the passes that were thrown his way. And to see a guy of that stature, like if you ever walk, if you ever see a cornerback in, in person, they're going to look like you. They're going to look, you're going to be looking eye to eye with them. I'm 5'11 and a half, six feet. They're going to look like, oh, you're, you're a dude. You're just a much more athletic and in shape dude. This guy, like, no, nah, he's, he's, this is, I don't even know why you're on the football field. <laughs> right. Like, you're taller than the tight ends, man. Like, this is, this is strange. And I don't know how you don't use a guy with that stature. I think he absolutely gets used. If I had to guess right now without seeing anything but him catching a few passes, yes, he gets used. Now, to what extent? I don't know. I think a lot of this is going to come down to who's the quarterback, right? Who's the quarterback going to be, man? That's going to determine what our offense looks like and what they draw up for these guys. But yeah, Martiner's size, I think, definitely puts him on the field. Yeah, listen, um, he was in physically impressive, mm-hmm. uh, but also physically impressive were all of the running backs, right? Mm-hmm. All of yeah. them looked in tip-top shape. Everybody looks like they had a pretty productive offseason off in the weight room. Um, Jarquez Hunter, of, of course, uh, looks great. We got to see the new guy, uh, Bati. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little shorter than some of the under, other running backs, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, um, how they work him in uh, to the uh, to, to everything. Now, uh, we got a chance to talk to Hugh Freeze after practice, right? Uh, so I want to spend the second half of this segment talking about what Hugh Freeze said. At the end, there was a question by some guy. I don't know his name, and <laughs> he asked a question about uh, the rotations and the reps and, you know, hey, coach, like, you know, you got to, you have a limited opportunity to make, you know, make an impact in the spring. How quickly are you going to narrow down reps? And how do you decide that? And he was like, I don't think we're narrowing anything down during the spring. Right. Find that curious. (sighs) Why? Okay. Let me ask you this. Why would he need to narrow it down in the spring? Well, in terms of distribution of reps, if you're telling me, because they only got so many hours out there. Right. So, so you're telling me four guys are going to get even reps all spring? I don't know. Like, not all about his strategy. But well, it did lead me to another question about 8A. Mm-hmm. And an 8A format where it's, hey, listen, <laughs> defense tries to keep the offense from getting to 24. And the offense has to get to 24. I thought that was interesting as well. But I'll let yeah. you jump back to talking about the narrowing down of reps before we talk about AD. Okay, so the narrowing down of reps, it, th- this is how it is for most camps, is unless you have just an incumbent that's just firmly entrenched, okay. you're going to see it's wide open. And I actually like the fact that it's wide open. But scrimmages usually are what starts to change things a bit. And I don't think he has any info yet. I mean... In the media viewing session, uh, Hugh Freeze wasn't even out there yet. He he got some hands-on later, or either before or later, and that, that was probably by design. So my guess is that these position coaches are getting their hands on the players for the first time. They're going through drills. This is fundamental stuff. The hard coaching probably doesn't come until we get close to some scrimmages. And then some of this starts to sort itself out. Now, I don't think you owe it to anybody to say, hey, here's who is absolutely my starter, 
going into A Day or coming out right. of A Day. You just have to get these guys up to speed on what you want physically and from a culture perspective. And once they do that, they've got to learn. They've got a lot to learn. And that's why I think it's not, I won't say it's not fair. It's fair to go, listen, no matter what happens in the spring, this is still wide open because this is a learning period for all of y'all. Y'all don't know this offense. Y'all don't know me. You need to learn me, what I expect, and the offense at the same time. It's okay if we grade you on a curve in the spring, but fall I expect to be much different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think some of this is cap. Um, I, I think some of this is cap. I think I think he, mentally he's going to be narrowing it down at the very least. Uh, yeah. But you know, I can't imagine an A day where like all four quarterbacks are getting even reps. I just can't. So nah, yeah, nah. that's why I asked the question. But see, that's like, why I said the scrimmages though. The scrimmages right. start to organize, let them get some information where they want to organize it, and then you have kind of a pecking order going into A day. But I still don't think. A-Day is the the end-all, be-all. Because, again, I've told you on Sunday, I think they're going to get another dude no matter what. Right. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, I, I believe that as well, too. Um, just how hard are they going after that guy and, you know, who that guy is and who's available. Right. Come, come you know, when it's time to go after that guy. It's going to be super important. So uh, we saw some things quickly. It felt like it flew by. So I can't stress to our viewers enough. We got out there, and we were gone. And it was just like, hey, by two minutes, we want y'all by the door, ready to not see anything. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so we didn't get to see a lot. The um, the wide receivers and the quarterbacks were on the close side of the field to us, as, you know, uh, uh, the running backs were. Mm -hmm. um, the D-linemen were on the other side of the field. Right. Uh, so we didn't get to get a good look at the D linemen. I'm hoping during the next viewing period, we get to see some of the D linemen and, and what they look like and what they're working on. But honestly, watching them hit pads and doing basic drills. Yeah. You know, I, not very informational. Yeah. I, I am definitely not the, the tactician or the technician. in when it comes to what makes a D lineman proficient, like, Oh man, just see that hand placement. Like there's somebody who can look at a practice and get a lot of information. I'm not that person. Well, not with that type of position. Well, B, until they start going up against each other. Right. O-linemen on D-linemen, uh, I think we're not going to get a lot of information on those guys. So, you know, there were some uh, questions about Connor Lou. I see here in the chat. Uh, we're going to get to the chat here in just a second. Um, and some other linemen. Uh, you know, I wanted to get a look at Jason Jones. We didn't get a really chance to look at him. Um, but uh, this won't be the only media viewing period of the spring. Uh, Hugh Freeze has gotten his era kicked off here on the plane. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from the War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Let's get to some comments here. Uh, you guys have been in the comments. We want to uh, get to a super chat first. B. Will's forehead said, I came here for arguing, not actual useful info on practice. We're going to get to that. 
Yeah, we we, we got we gotta on we gotta debrief the practice the the viewing time. We we gotta do that first. Don't worry, Mike G will get fried up in due time. Oh my god, I have not forgotten. I see we're full of delusion here. First thing in the morning, <laughs> Cleveland Brown TJ is getting another chance to get the nod. Do we still bring in a transfer QB or not? Yeah, yeah, we're, he's bringing in another transfer quarterback. Uh, so no matter what is already here, even if it's some great stuff here, I, w- I want you to think about this. Um, Cleveland and anybody else, if you bought a house, right? If you're going to buy a house and you're not building it from scratch, if you had to buy this house and somebody else owned it first, there are going to be things in that house that you love. And hopefully you got the house that you you really, really like. Sometimes you got to make some compromises. It's in my area. It's in my budget. We just got to get it. But you get the house first. Then you start furnishing it. Then you can start making some changes. It comes with a refrigerator. All right, well, I don't really like that refrigerator, but... I need a refrigerator. So this one will do until I get in here, get moved in, start work, get the kids in in school. And then we'll start looking for all the things that are very specific to what I want them to be. I don't want just a fridge. That's an old school fridge with top bottom. I want the four quadrant with the programmable uh, temperature on it. I want the, the, the bells and whistles. Hugh Freeze came into a program. He The first quarterback he got that was his was Hank Brown. He recruited him at Liberty. But mm-hmm. even then... I mean, hey, that was his Liberty recruit, and he let him come on board, but we didn't have any other 2023 quarterbacks in the fold as far as from high school. So he, you need to bring in at least one, so he did that. These aren't his guys, okay? Yeah. He may very much like some of these guys. I, You could, you know what, this carpet isn't bad in this house. Yeah, but it's not the carpet. If I had to do it from scratch, would I get this? Maybe not. He's going to outfit this program to be in his image and look exactly how he wants it to look. But for now, he needs bodies. He needs bodies. Again, we bring this up. He was down to the fourth string quarterback three months ago. He beat Arkansas with either the third or the fourth. He lost, I think he beat Arkansas with his third string, and then he lost like the next week to somebody else with his fourth string. You need bodies. You need bodies to be competent and not bodies who were on there just to for the sake of having a scholarship, like what towards the end of the Gus era there, we had guys, the second string quarterback wouldn't have started a game in this league anywhere else. Uh, Hugh Freeze needs to get bodies in here who he likes and who he trusts. I think he was trying to do that with Grayson McCall, with Devin Leary. Mm-hmm. Those were his pickups. So they're still kind of like emergency pickups because it's not like he groomed these guys to be the quarterback and the starter coming out of high school. They're, they're stopgaps to a certain extent. When you get a guy who's just going to be one year, two years at the most, it can be a good pickup, but it's still not exactly what you want. Walker White will probably be the first. That's just truly his. But TJ Finley may not be. I get it. We When he got on the field last year, we weren't so high on him, right? Because right. he turned the ball over too much. But let me tell you, at seeing him live reps last year and this year, the boy can throw the ball. This boy can throw the ball, man. He can sling it. It looks beautiful when he throws the ball. And when a coach comes down here and sees like, wow. Okay, I, I heard some things, but I'm looking at you throw this ball right now. I'm looking at you call out these plays right now and know what we're running right now. I'm impressed. Harson was impressed with him, and there's no reason to believe that that same thing can't happen here. But that's still not his guy. So no matter how impressive TJ Finley might be early going, I he's think a, he's going to get somebody. He's, else. All that to say, yeah, well, yeah. I, he's not. He's not perfect. his dude, man. This right. is not his dude. I think coaches are going to like. Listen, I'm going to get my dude. Okay. Every every coach wants to get their guy. TJ's not his guy. He can be a very uh, good, productive player. Whoever's going to get the starting job, I'm sure, 
Hugh Freeze is going to get the most out of him, but he's waiting to get oh, his yeah. guy. Listen, he better hope he can get one guy. <laughs> so I hope his guy is the guy. Uh, Big Gav says, TJ Finley has nine lives like a cat. A lot of people buried him, as B-Will B- just uh, uh, articulated. Uh, TJ's out there. Hugh Freeze is not shying away from saying his name. I have the volume down due to work. Is Cam Riley injured? Listen, Hugh Freeze said that uh, there were some guys that they held out of team stuff. There were like three or four guys that they held out of team stuff, but mo- everybody was mostly out there. Uh, so it sounds like they have some injuries that they're watching um, and that they're just trying to keep everybody healthy this spring. Kevin Doom is coming in, helping us celebrate 10K subs. That's right. 10K. Thank you, man. Thank it you. Looks, it looks so good out beside the war report on their front page. Haley Tubbs, Connor Lou is going to be running over boys all season. He's going to need an IHOP NIL deal. <laughs> all the pancake blocks to come. All right, Haley getting clever here first thing in the morning. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing what Connor Luke can do. Uh, that was a guy that stayed committed to Auburn uh, through some stuff. Uh, so uh, all eyes will be on that O-line this off this uh, offseason. Uh, this is Holden's make-or-break season at Auburn. If he gets first-team reps, he can outshine every other QB and drills, I think. Now, here is my question. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're not narrowing it down, what is first-team reps? It's just reps. Yeah. According to Hugh, they're just reps. Yeah. And everybody's getting the same reps, and they'll figure things out, but they don't plan on narrowing anything down during the spring. So we'll see who looks good in the reps <laughs> that they get. Uh, Haley Tubbs, I can't deal with another fall of the quarterback carousel. Uh, get ready. You can. You can deal with it because you're going to have to, Haley. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't, I don't think we're going to get a carousel. I think we're going to get a spring. Of, of quarterback carousel, maybe a fall camp, but I'm trying to think back to in other places. Do we she remember? Said fall. She said fall. I thought she said spring, but you're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's going to happen in the fall. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking back. Did Ole Miss ever have a this guy in, this guy out type really. thing? No. I, I think Hugh gets a pecking order. Even when he had first gotten there, and when he first got to Liberty, he had a guy he rode with him, yeah. which is refreshing. I don't. I don't think any coach dislikes that. I think most coaches want to do that. But, I mean, think about last year. We did not have the luxury of just having one guy. TJ was in there and he was turning the ball over way too much. Got right. hurt. You got to go to Rob. I mean, you got to. It was pretty much out of necessity. Mm-hmm. So, um, I hope injury isn't the reason if if we do. I hope injury isn't the reason we have to be switching guys. I hope we can just get one guy and stick with them and he can grow. Because that's something I think all these guys were kind of robbed of last year is the time to get better running the same stuff with stuff designed for you to run it. Mm-hmm. Now, be in there and get better. Before, Robbie, his first start, is, is that when Tate Johnson went down or was that Penn State? When Tate Johnson went down the center? Mm, I'm not sure. So whenever, whenever it was, Robbie didn't start to Missouri. I think the offensive line was in flux before he even got his first start. Right. Like some stability is what was what really any of these guys need. So hopefully uh, Hugh Freeze can can find a way to pick his guy and give him some time to get accustomed to, to a- the offense. Absolutely. Uh, Cam says, who outside of DJ James and Hunter deserves unlimited reps? Everybody else's job is up for grabs. That's why even reps seems fair. Uh, it does. Just not all spring. <laughs> to me. <laughs> right. So uh, if nobody is separating, sure, you continue to evaluate. But I got to think somebody's going to separate here after the first, uh, you know, you know, four or five practices. Uh, so we'll see a third of the way through camp. Uh, we'll see how it's looking out there and see if somebody starts to emerge. I'll tell you what, you know, who else is emerging? Oh, the, ro- the rogue shop. <laughs> the rogue shop is emerging. 
as a sponsor for the war for uh, I didn't know what was coming. <laughs> okay, that was better. That was better. <laughs> you use code for uh to get 15% off that rogue shop order. They got stuff for sleep, stress, anxiety. We love the rogue shop here. Our guy Richard, longtime sponsor of the war report. We appreciate him. Uh, we appreciate you for becoming a patron. So $5.99 a month will help you support our content. We hit 10k subs. Now we're shooting for 20, but we're never there's no amount limit to the uh, patron members we're shooting for. So we want everybody to become a patron, help yeah. support the work that we're doing here at the War Report. Guys, this is the Morning Drop. Myself, be will here, bringing you guys the drop four days a week. We're out. And as always, War Eagle. War Eagle.